Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. doing this is this the thing are we starting or are we going to do a proper start i think this is it i think we're in now oh right <laughs> oh christ oh god sorry everyone <laughs> um dan it's nice to yeah. do this although it has been difficult to get here we are on this journey now for the next uh, 20 minutes yeah this is compact dicks baby here it is this is uh, where you the listeners have your say on who and what is a dick you are mm. the guest listener welcome and thanks for joining us yeah uh welcome aboard you can get in touch with uh compact dicks via dickspod.com slash contact um and where you can let us know the things people and things that you'd hate to be stuck with on a desert island and you have messaged in in your numbers to Mm. uh, let us know who and what you'd hate to be stuck with that's right quite literally people have got in touch and uh, we're going to read out those messages now. Um, who's starting? Who's going to who's going to kick this bitch off? Um, I think that I am going to start this one. Okay. Right. So Dan, I've got this one that's come in. It's an email, and it's come in from someone who's also called Dan. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't mess about. No pleasantries. He's like he goes in and says, "Right, here are my three. Done. He's ready. Okay. He just wants to get three out of the way. Bang, bang, bang. And he says, "A guy I used to work with." He was my line manager at my first proper job. He was a very strange man, loved projectors, smelt horrendous, would stomp around really heavy-footed, and when he would lift something, he would make the most horrible noises. It was like he was trying to lift up an elephant, even lifting the lightest things. I can (laughs) sympathise with this. As a dad, that's what I do now. When I pick something up, I go, oh, God, like that. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast and uh, the two guys were saying, oh, what's the point at which, as a man, you just start groaning and grunting every time you stand up and sit down? And I was like, pretty much when you have kids, I think. I just can't stop making noises all the time. I'm, I'm there, yeah. Just even the littlest thing off the floor, I'm like, oh, yeah. Do you know what I've realised is, it's like, half the time it's exertion just because you're tired and half the time it's to stop yourself saying, oh, God, fuck's sake. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I yeah. completely agree. It's it's to save yourself saying what you really actually want to say. Going, oh, God, life. He was a boss, but he used to try and act co- like he was cool. Claimed to be mates with Banksy. 
<laughs> and had a picture of him with Fat Boy Slim looking the other way in his office. <laughs> <laughs> looking the other uh, way. That is so clean. As he as he claimed he did visuals for his sets. Oh god. Wow. This is really And also good. Banksy, they so like it's, <laughs> going it's like to be with it's Banksy. like a sort of an undercover cop trying to fit in, just going, uh, "Hey kids, uh, you like you like uh, that uh, fat boy Slim? You like uh, Banksy? Yeah, yeah, love all that stuff. Great I, times. I love it. I love this picture in his office, but fat boy Slim's looking the other way. Oh god, that's so that's very good. Also, these it's a good choice because like no one can follow up with Banksy to check. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you can just like say that. Kind of thing. Um, yeah. it, he goes on to say, I also, <laughs> oh god, I also write cunt next to his name on a flight case once, and instead of giving me a bollocking, he played the disappointed card, uh, like I actually gave a fuck if he was disappointed in me or not. So yeah, him. thank you very much Dan that was superb Um, right I've got one here Um, this one's from Mike and he says I'd like to nominate whoever decided that the vast majority of men's socks should come in packs claiming to fit size 6 to 11 feet (laughs) in case you aren't familiar with feet there's quite a big difference between a size 6 and a size 11 and in case you aren't familiar with socks they aren't the most complicated of clothing items With that said, I'm not entirely sure why Mr. Sock, whoever they are, decided they wanted to make a sock which only fits a size 8, but sell it to essentially the entire male adult population (laughs) as a one-size-fits-all. Back at Sock HQ, you can imagine the conversations with disgruntled customers. I'm really sorry, sir. I'd love to make you some socks that actually fit, but I'm afraid they're just so bloody complex (laughs) that we've only figured out how to make them in one size. (laughs) And so there we are, small for people walk around with little flappy bits hanging over the end of their feet and anyone over a size nine ends up with crushed toes and a sock heel halfway down their foot <laughs> all i can say is it's a good job mr sock is not in charge of trousers <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh beautifully is good. put wow really bringing them out the bag these are great it's a good point though isn't it it's stupid mm. i'm always like because it seems to go like up to eight and then nine to the next bit, and I'm eight and a half, so I'm never sure whether to have one that's slightly too small or one, or like be the smallest foot possible in the sock that's potentially the biggest. Both are annoying. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I sort of want to go on about it, but I also feel that he put it beautifully, and I'm aware that we could quickly turn this podcast into two dads talking about socks. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, it was so beautifully put there, Mike, so I'm just going to leave it at, at that, I think. Um, mm. James, what have you got? I've got one here, Dan, and this one comes in from Tom. And Tom said, Hello, I've got two dickheads, if that's okay. I think yes. Yeah. Um, Firstly, I'd hate to find myself stranded with people who set up Instagram accounts for their new homes. The accounts have names like Our New Home in Hertfordshire or Our Wimpy Home Journey. I get that buying a new house is exciting, but the only person who cares about your new home is you. I'm not interested in what shade of biscuit you've painted your hallway (laughs) or what ugly painting of a cow you've hung over the kitchen slash diner. It's crass and embarrassing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, I just think, like, I always found this weird because there's this thing about, like, 
Like, imagine if you got a new kitchen and then just mm. emailed everyone you knew to say that and show them the pictures, because that's effectively what you're doing. But you're yeah. also emailing people that you don't even really know. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. You know, just have some fucking modesty. If you want me to see it, invite me over. Yeah, that's true, and, and fucking get some beers in. Yeah. Um, um, James, this is from Sean. This is what Sean says. He says, "Hi, guardians of the dicks." I don't know if these people would make it to the island, but recently he has really annoyed me. People who drive in a closed lane and then indicate into your lane right before the closure, especially when there's plenty of signs up saying the lane is closed. Complete cocks. There, I've vented. And uh, he goes on to say, Dan, congratulations on the birth of your boy. Thank you very much, Sean. Oh, that's and, nice. um, yeah, these people are annoying. I, I also hate it when you're sometimes... I feel innocently you can accidentally be that person hmm. and I hate being that guy. You know, when you're yeah. like, oh no, I've got to merge and you think I've done it on purpose just to like, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah I, I've been, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be that but, guy. But sometimes but, yeah. you've got to do it, man. But sometimes when you see people deliberately doing it, they are Mm-mm. subhuman scum. Um, Okay, so Dan, uh, last time that we did a compact dicks, you threw out some. um, We were looking for some lyric dicks, which I yeah. You 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 did that great example from uh, Bob Dylan, wasn't it? Yeah, it's from a song called Isis by Bob Dylan, and he goes, "I was thinking about rubies. I was thinking about gold. I was thinking about diamonds and the world's biggest necklace." (laughs) And and I I hate it. (laughs) Um, Well, it's at this juncture that we throw to my father, John Deacon, where he pulls out some lyric dicks from previous uh, Desert Island dicks. Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Uh, Right now, just to let the listeners know that I am. Uh, James's dad, John Deacon, and I'm uh, not the boring one who stands at the back of Rock Band Queen looking like he'd rather be uh, peeling uh, your sack of potatoes. Um, at the point of recording, the sun's shining, lockdown is easing, we can meet up with some friends, and I've just listened to the latest episodes of the podcast with Alexandra Haddo and Helen Bauer, and all in all, they've all put a big smile on my face. In last week's episode, you uh, asked the listeners for their um, music lyric dicks. I've got a couple this week, and firstly, I'd like to draw the listeners' attention to, yet again, one of my favourites, and that's Ash Riff's episode. Now, Ash chose The Look uh, by Roxette, and he goes into forensic detail in pulling the song apart, and... um, that's a great listen and also the episode itself is brilliant uh, as a listen because I've obviously uh, recommended it before Um, now my other uh, choice is Tom Holmes's episode and he chose uh, Shaggy Um, it wasn't me and um, that is uh, quite funny because he he does a a Shaggy take off and uh, yeah that's well worth a listen very funny my next choice, uh, with a very tenuous link to the music theme, is a Jade Adams episode. Now, the reason I chose Jade is not the fact that the lyrics were bad, but um, I saw her on um, Comic Relief doing an opera session, and uh, she, I'd just like to say she was absolutely fantastic, and at that point I actually donated uh, my money. But also I'd like to recommend her partner which is uh, Rich Wilson's episode. That is a great episode as well. So uh, for this week's choices, I'd like to recommend comedian Ash 
Riff and Tom Holmes's episode. And also, I'd like to uh, recommend comedian and opera singer Jade Adams' episode, and also as a bonus, her partner Rich Wilson's episode. So, uh, hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. And there we go. Some very interesting examples. Great one from Jade Adams, uh, Tom Holmes as well, which was solid stuff and very complimentary about a recent podcast, Dan. He's very kind, and I'd like to be complimentary about him as our resident um, archivist of the mm. of the podcast. Because you know what, James, if you said to me every week, I'm going to just pick a topic out of thin air, and I'd like to research the back catalogue for things that fit with it, I, I'd I'd probably have words with you. I'd, I'd, say, I'd tell you where to go. I'd say who yeah. has time for that? Well, my dad. That's who. Yeah. So thank you again, Mr. John Deacon. Superb. Cheers, pups. And Dan, should you grant me this, um, off the back of that, we have some additional lyrical dicks. Would you like to oh, hear that's them? What I, that's what I want. That's why we throw mm, it out there, mm, please. Mm, mm, get those lyric dicks in, yeah. Right, so this comes in from Richard, and Richard says, Hi, Dan and James. Crap lyrics. Been waiting for this. Come on. Mm-hmm. OK, let's get the obvious one out of the way. Desiree, life. I don't oh, want yeah. to... I don't want to see a ghost. It's the thing I'd fear the most. I'd rather have a slice of toast. Yeah. Oh, man. I was in a pub once and got talking. This was a couple of years ago. Got talking to a group of people who were out in the smoking area. And they're all about to go to a wedding the next day of their friend. And one of them said, oh, yeah, I'm a bit nervous because I'm doing a reading. And I said, oh, what's the reading? And they said, it's Life by Desiree. And I was like, <laughs> what? Seriously? And they kind of looked at me like... What do you mean? I was like, what, even the bit when she goes, I'm afraid of the dark, especially when I'm in a park and I'm all alone. I'm afraid that I'll see a ghost. It's the thing that I fear most. I'd rather have a piece of toast and watch the evening news. And they went, yeah. And I was like, what are you going to do with the bits where she goes, life, oh, life, do, 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 do. And they go, I'm just going to read it. (laughs) And I had to stop because they were just like, why are you so interested in this? That's unreal. That is unreal. Okay. Terrible lyrics. That terrible, terrible lyrics. Terrible lyrics. Okay. Um, he goes on to just say about that, for crying out loud, now while that's annoying for, for me, there is one song and one lyric that is the worst of the worst, the cuntiest of the cunty. <laughs> Snap. Rhythm is a dancer. Oh. And the lyric is, I'm serious as cancer. When I say rhythm is a dancer. Yeah, yeah. What a it's dumb, a... stupid fucking cockwomble came up with that piece of raw, stinking shit. It absolutely <laughs> boils my piss, and I fucking hate it. Anyway, rant over. Hope you're staying safe, and big love to the dicks. Massive respect for the grandfather dick, John Deacon. The circle is complete. Bam. Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, nice. That was there were some solid examples there. Mm-mm-mm. Juicy and delicious. Okay, James. This is interesting. This is from Louise Cooper. Hmm. Uh, now, the last time we recorded this, we had an email from Dylan, and um, we were talking about the way that he spelt Kim Jong Un, and oh, he yeah. got back in touch and he said, "Oh, excuse the way I spelt Kim Jong Un. I'm 11." And we were like, <laughs> "We couldn't is, believe is, it." Yeah. yeah, we thought, is that real? Is he not? I mean, is that... Do you think he could be 11? Or is he just sort of pulling our leg? This email comes from Louise Cooper, who says, I am Dylan's mother. He is 11. <laughs> he wants you to know he forgot to nominate Mao Zedong. <laughs> Louise Cooper, 
So verified what? by his mum. That's mad. And if Louise. she's listening as well, we've got two generations of that family listening. Louise, hang on a minute. Can I check? Is this real? Oh my god! There she is. I can see her. What you've just just googling Louise Cooper doesn't prove anything, James. No, but attached to her email is her, the name of her website. Ah, yeah. I'm so like I'm like fucking Columbo, mate. Boom! <laughs> I put it in the chat. Enjoy. Um, nice, Louise. Uh, Louise coming straight in to back him up. Okay. Yeah, fair right. enough. Well, right. great. Well, we're happy to have you both aboard. Um, and Dylan, we're sorry we ever doubted you. And also, uh, he seems to have a particular dislike for um, for sort of totalitarian left wing um, dictators, which is fair enough. But you know, unusual in a boy of eleven. I think so. At the age of eleven. <laughs> Think I was running around with a shitty stick. Um, And Louise, if you are listening, apologies for all the swearing. And I hope it hasn't rubbed off on young Dylan. Yeah, but he seems like a sensible lad. So I think he knows knows when to use his swear words. That's what I think. That's what I think. Um, Right. It's almost time to end, isn't it? Because we've read out all the stuff we've got. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So this one comes from Hector. And he says, been thinking about this for a while. He says, hey, dicks, been thinking about this for a while, and these are my food and drink choices for the island. My food would be theme park food. Sometimes it's okay, never great. It's always basic, and the portions are always just a tad small. I've had Mm. burgers in Legoland, fish and chips at Harry Potter in Universal Orlando, and pizzas at Alton Towers, to name a few. No one ever goes to theme parks for the food, do they? I could have picked stuff I don't like, but something that's almost nice would be more disappointing than something I outright don't like. I quite agree. And then he says for his drink, it would have to be drink that's at the wrong temperature. Warm oh. beers, cups of tea that have been left too long and a room temperature. Iced coffees that have warmed up and diluted with the ice. I can't be the only one to think it tastes off when it's at the wrong temperature. Mm. I think both added together would make for a thoroughly miserable island life. Anyway, thanks for the great podcast and keep your peckers up. Cheers, Hector. Thanks, Hector. Hey, can I just yeah, say about you. that theme park one? I completely know where he's getting from. And as things sort of open up and and we're allowed out and allowed to do a little bit more, um, I would like to say that I would literally eat uh, any fucking thing you put on a plate if it's somewhere that isn't my house. So yeah. right now, give me the, all the theme park food available at any temperature, but yeah. um, in normal circumstance, I understand exactly where he's coming from. But he's right, and the temperature thing, I think, applies to theme park food a lot as well, because that's mm. often sort of at Ooh. the wrong temperature. Oh, a tepid hot dog. But it's also like, you're at a point where you're having a fun day, but you're probably spending a, quite a lot for a lot of things, and it's like, if they just put a McDonald's in or something and charge you slightly more, like at a service station, that'd be something, but it's like own brand a lot of the time, isn't it? It's like mm. like seven quid oh, for a yeah. burger meal yeah, that's yeah. quite shit, and, and that's so like shit. really yeah, galling. yeah. 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 Um, so let's do. Should we do a food run? So as things are open up, we're all getting excited about going and eating out. But what about those disappointing meals? What about like uh, your theme park food? Or can you think of any other examples, Dan? Yeah, like being on holiday, like disappointing holiday meals, disappointing mm. meals on a trip, or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, like the time I bit into a sandwich on a school trip when I was about five, and it was cottage cheese, and oh, who puts man. cottage cheese in a sandwich for a 
five-year-old. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah. What kind of school is this? What are you trying? What are you trying to pull here? Um, you know, just sort of. So yeah, when like fun trips out and bad food and drink mm. collide. Yeah, yeah. When you're on a plane and you look and you're like, oh, yeah, I'd like that. And you order, like, you know, it's a seven-quid sandwich that comes with a packet of crisps and it comes out and it's the size of a fucking packet of playing cards. Yeah, just stuff like when, you know, like, things that should enhance the exciting experience you're having but just are just going to turn up and take a a, a turd on your your fun day out, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, So you can get in touch. Oh. Oh, go on. No, I was just about to say exactly what you started saying. So, so, so you can get in touch, dickspod.com slash contact. Uh, get in touch with us via the little contact box on there, comes through to us, or follow us on social media at dickspod and drop us a DM with your dicks that you don't like and shove them yeah. right in there. See if we care. Mm. <laughs> Which we do. Please send them. We do, yeah. No, it's really useful content. Thank you. Um, <laughs> right, well, we'll be back soon with another podcast i can't remember who we're going to do but they're all good they're all good so whatever it comes out it'll listen to the podcast i'm just going to stop talking okay (laughs) bye bye